So I'm about to get real controversial today, but I think it could help. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Hi guys, I started doing these real talk episodes because I feel like there are things that I've learned over my years of teaching and navigating healing my mental health, things that tend to be, they tend to be super unpopular opinions. And rather than staying quiet, I figured why not take a chance and share my thoughts and stories to just see if maybe it could help at least one person. And then I was flipping through Instagram last night and a post came up from Mel Robbins. I follow her. And the post said, be responsible for telling people the truth, not managing people's reactions to it. And when I saw that, I was like, um, hello, that is my sign because I was just thinking about, you know, recording this as a, as a topic for today. And I was like, you know what? That's what I'm doing. And I think that's why I, shy away from giving my true opinion, because I know for a fact that my opinions are not what the majority of people think or what they believe. But I do know that it's a truth for me and it has helped me immensely uh, grow through my life. So I'm kind of ripping off that bandaid and I'm just, I'm going to do it for today. Um, So hopefully you're okay with that. Um, And hopefully you stay along for this ride. So lately, as I was doing last night, I have been thumbing through social media. And you know, I'm on all the platforms. I'm looking at Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And I'm seeing an abundance of posts with teachers just bashing the profession of education, just saying how horrible education has gotten, and just why they're leaving in droves. And when I see these posts, I just kind of cringe and I just keep swiping by. Uh, there's a few reasons for that. Uh, one is I'm really sensitive to negative emotions and behaviors. So if someone is venting and all they're doing is complaining and they're angry, um, I take that energy on and I just feel like crap. <laughs> so I can't handle that. So I, ha- I do have to thumb through that. But the other reason that I have to just pass by is because I was 100% in that place before. Uh, and this was when these people are me in 2006. And I was getting no support from my principal. Everyone in my administration was out to get me. My mental health was the absolute worst it had ever been. And I decided that if I, at that time, if I didn't get out of education, then I would have ended up in the worst depression that I had ever known. And was that the right thing to do for me and my situation at the time? Absolutely. Am I judging the present teachers for feeling the way that they do? Absolutely not. But I'd say the controversial thing that I'm going to say that people may get like violently angry with me about is something that was once told to me, which was, it's all in your head. And now before you come at me with your pitchforks, hear me out. 
Um, back when I was in high school and early college, I was seeing many doctors to figure out what in the world was going on with me. So I had raging headaches. I was on the verge of tears at any minute. Um, I was extremely nauseous. You know, it was to the point I was, I would wake up nauseous, but I knew I had to eat. So I would force myself to go get food and eat, even though I was nauseous every day. Um, you know, all these delightful symptoms. And I was sent to, you know, specialist after specialist to try and diagnose the different theories that they had. And after each doctor visit, they would tell me that, you know, nothing showed up with their testing. And I would sob. I'm, I'm one of those people that I want something to be wrong. I want to find something wrong so that I know how to fix it. So hearing that nothing was happening and they couldn't find anything wrong with me just meant that I was still at a loss for what in the world was causing me to feel so miserable. So when I went for a visit with my primary doctor, he said those words to me. He said, it's all in your head. Now you tell that to an 18 year old girl who is feeling absolutely miserable and is looking for answers. I tell you, I wanted to throat punch that man right then. (laughs) How dare he tell me that everything that I had going on was in my head? Um, This was absolutely not in my head. Every single solitary symptom I had was very real. And I was done feeling like crap. I mean, why would I go and get my stomach scoped to see why I was nauseous all the time if I just was making it up, you know? So now, as I sit here with my fully formed brain and years of work behind me, I can now look back and realize that what he was telling me was that my physical symptoms were created and caused by more of a psychological problem. Um, Not that I was just making it up in my head. So at that time, I was adding anxiety medication to my depression medication. And, you know, he sent me on my way. And obviously, the meds were not the end all be all because this was seven years prior to me leaving teaching on like a medical sabbatical. But I've really been reflecting on the growth I've made since then. Um, and I had therapy this week and it it sucks that we're still virtual, <laughs> but I was sitting on, you know, in front of my computer on my couch and I was with my therapist and we were beginning the session and he started with, you know, how are you doing? And I was like, you know, oddly enough, school is great. And I just think about that and how it's become such a complete 180 from where I began when I first started teaching. You know, how in the world can I sit here completely now unmedicated of any medication needed for my mental health issues? Uh, I'm teaching in the middle of a global pandemic and I'm telling my therapist that I'm doing a great job. And it's completely due to the fact that everything that was in my head, I I turned it around. You know, I saw it for what it was and I've done the healing work and I worked really hard on healing my mind. So that takes me to my current issues with teachers on social media. So now first, I realized the same goes for teachers on social media as it goes, you know, for all the reviews we see online. You always read and you see like the majority of the reviews are negative reviews online because, you know, those people who want to complain and they get angry, they're always louder than those who actually have positive things to say. 
But the other trend that is happening is that the teachers are blaming anything and everything for the horrible things going on in education right now. It's just, it just seems like a really huge blame game. And I want to compare it to something that went down in my classroom actually just yesterday. So I have this group of students that they are literally my most exhausting group of the day. And there are two students in particular which cause these issues. And we'll call them Josh and Noah. So Josh and Noah are two students who are, they're just very extremely needy. They have a lot of trouble regulating their emotions. And every day they need me they, they really depend on me to help them regulate their emotions at the same time that we are trying to, you know, I'm trying to teach them how to read basic CVC words, you know, cat, dog, bin. Um, and I have to get all of this done in 30 minutes. And in addition to that, they are not the only two in the room. You know, I have, you know, four other students in there trying to work. I can only do so much. So yesterday, Josh was freaking out because Noah was making too much noise while they were trying to read their decodable story that I had given them. So, you know, Josh is whining incessantly. He's, you know, constantly, get him to stop. He's too loud. Why won't he stop? He's smiling at me. I'm not joking. I get that one constantly. He's smiling at me. Um, you know, he won't, he won't give me space. And meanwhile, Noah, he, I can be honest, he's completely instigating these altercations with Josh. Um, you know, he's purposefully doing that smiling at him because it knows that it, you know, pisses him off and it gets a reaction out of him. And he'll read, you know, he'll read a little louder when he realizes that Josh starts whining. Meanwhile, I'm still trying to maintain some kind of sanity in this group with all the other students trying to, to learn, but it's, pretty near impossible to manage all of that at the same time. But the one thing that Josh kept saying to me was that no, you know, Noah's reading loud. Noah's smiling at me. Noah won't stop. And what I caught myself responding to him was, I was like, dude, we can't control him. We cannot make the perfect environment that we need in order to read this story. We can only control ourselves. And as I was saying this to him, I was realizing that that was literally one of the key things that has helped me in my healing of my mental health, that, you know, teachers are are now shouting at the rooftops or, you know, not really the rooftops, but on social media about how, you know, so-and-so is treating them horribly and, and how they're going to stick it to them by leaving the profession and going somewhere else. They might say, you know, my admin won't support me in this, or the parents aren't helping me with their child. I can't get the supplies to do this. And am I saying that these things aren't true? Absolutely not. The, you know, these circumstances around you and what you're dealing with, they are very true. They can be very factual. Um, just as Josh was telling me, you know, the truth when he said that Noah was being loud and Noah was smiling at him and not giving him space, those actions were actually happening 100%. But it's what we do with that information in our mind and our thoughts and, you know, our beliefs about it where things can change. So think about when you first dated someone. So let's take this guy I dated in high school. He didn't go to my school, so, you know, I didn't see him very often. But when I did, I would visit him at his house and and he was a smoker. And 
Now, even to this day, I have never smoked anything in my life. Um, so, you know, that was kind of weird that I would have dated a smoker, but you know, we were in, you know, that honeymoon phase. Think about when you're dating somebody for the first, you know, for the first time and you're in that honeymoon phase and you just, you love it all. And he was so cool and we were out having fun and, you know, you love them no matter what they're doing. Everything about them is just wonderful. Now, take it to the end of the relationship when you're with that same person, uh, when relationships are ending and, you know, you're bitter at things they may have said or done. And now their behaviors, so th- my guy's smoking, is like a make it or break it thing. It's horrible. You don't want it in your life. You know, if it's not going to change, then I'm out. So when you're thinking about it that way, that person's behavior never changed. Like, It started the same way and it ended the same way. That behavior was there the entire time. It was all, it had always been that way. But your thoughts and your beliefs about it did change. The same can be said about the teaching profession. When we first started teaching, we were so excited to get a job. You know, it's your very first job. Did they, did they put you in a room that didn't have a working sink? Well, you know what? Who cares? You don't, you don't need a sink. You have a classroom and you're, it's great. You know, are the parents really not communicating with you? Well, that's okay. You, you have these kids for eight hours and you're doing your best work with them in the eight hours that you have. It's totally doable. Maybe you don't have all of the science materials that you needed to complete the lesson. Well, you know what? That's fine. You know, you found a video online and that shows the same information. So for this one unit, we're just going to show this, this video instead. But now we're years in and you're working in those same parameters. Did things drastically change? Probably not. The specifics might have changed. So now maybe it's math manipulatives that are missing or your principal won't fund a project you want to do. But before your mind was open and free to brainstorm creative solutions. But now you're believing that you are thought of as unworthy of getting, you know, materials or things that you think that you deserve. And you believe maybe that your principal doesn't like you, you know, your attitude about teaching has shifted. And now you perceive everything as going against you instead of working for you. And I say this truly because I have been there in just four short years. I went from being ecstatic to getting my first teaching job and loving my principal, thinking that, you know, I was the luckiest girl in the world because I was placed with this principal who wanted me to succeed and and really thrive to then four short years later, I was crying in my classroom every day. I had my principal berate me in his office. I was miserable. Nothing in that school had changed in those four short years I was there. Absolutely nothing. The only thing that changed were my thoughts, my beliefs, and my feelings about the things in that school. So what is all of my rambling trying to get to you? I think what I'm trying to express is that yes, education is hard. It has never been an easy profession. What does change constantly is our mental state, our beliefs about what should or shouldn't be happening outside of our control. So can we voice our opinions and advocate for what we believe is right? Absolutely. But you know, just like my student, Josh, he was constantly just shouting out what was going on wrong around him without really taking the initiative to make changes in, you know, our own behaviors and thoughts to make things better. So we can't find solace outside of ourselves, no matter how much we try. 
I thought leaving teaching would fix the problems I was having. And it turned out, you know what? I ended up having the same or similar issues just a few years later in a job that was not education related. That's when I really started seriously working on myself and making my brain better so that I could make it, you know, to this day where I still can't believe it, but I am completely unmedicated, working during a pandemic and just thriving as a human. And I would have never thought that could happen. But, you know, talking to my therapist really helped me see how successful we can be in the profession if we just get our minds in the right spot. So again, if you've listened this far, then I'm thinking I didn't piss you off completely. (laughs) That, you know, you didn't storm off and curse my name. So I thank you for that. Um, I really want to be someone who is here for you and can guide you to becoming mindful of everything going on in our lives, you know, whether it's education related or not. Um, I just want you to be successful and just most of all happy. Um, I would absolutely love to know who all of you are out there and who you are on this crazy train of life and, you know, who's interested in in riding along this train with me. (laughs) Um, I'm interested in creating a community of teachers just like this and just like you, Um, a group of people who know things can super suck, but they're willing to attempt to put in the work and make things feel better. So if you're one of those people, go ahead and head to the link in the show notes. I want you to let me know if you are interested and I will get you that information to a private Facebook group that I'm creating where we can build this community for each other. Um, I couldn't do what I have done alone and I don't want you to have to do it alone either. I care about you and I want you to feel good and I want you to have a good week. So go ahead, let me know, you know, who you are and if you want to join this group, but go ahead, have an awesome week. Think about things, you know, slow down, get quiet and see if you can manage to find the, the positive moment in the day. Alrighty, I will talk with you next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at A Mindful Teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com. 